The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Its pulsating sounds penetrate deep into your ear canal to stimulate your cochlea in ways no other show can. This is your final warning. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Rico, I get the keys ready to come in and you come and music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Bit of a Hulk melon body. Ah! Ah! Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, you wanted to play little instead. Aquaman's a hero! I should spread my number one, looks like. I guarantee you, boys, alone, I'm shocked. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin, Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum, assemble. Welcome back once again. We're here live with you, bringing you our weekly talk of comics, news, TV shows, pretty much any shit that comes out of our mouth. Uh, I'm here live. I got Tiger Claw on the line helping us. Penetrate your ear. Hello? Hello. Hey. Lost audio I don't know for a second. The I'm back. There, there, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Right. You're really going to make me edit this shit today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened? I don't know. I, uh, my audio cut off for a bit, but I'm back now. Alright. Well, Larry's here. Uh, Larry, go ahead. You go. You host. I thought you were hosting. What yeah, I'm done with it today. It got fucked. It got ruined. Oh no. Go ahead. Uh, the usual suspects in the building. <laughs> uh, Moses Magnum. Yeah, that well, was me. Yeah. Okay. All right. J- uh. Uh. Friggin'. Uh. Uh. Jay? You hit you hit the call all, didn't you? Hey, uh, who me? Yeah, who, who me? Yeah, uh, I I did, but yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Well, wait, yeah. but but I don't decide who answers. No, everybody answers. Everybody who's on, like who's signed in. It's ba- basically that button is continue the call from last week. Yeah, you know but. What I mean? But so, I can't yeah. make you all pick up, right? No, well, it cuts off everything, and it just it continues the call from last week. That's what it does. 
it picks up automatically. For me, it, it shut me off, or it took Tiger Claw off, and basically he and I got lost. And so I had to, I had to essentially pick up that call in order to be heard again. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't yeah. understand though. Like, it's a call. Shouldn't it? Like, no, it's not a call. You're connect. You're re-establishing the connection from what we broadcast last week. So everybody's technically on that call already if you choose to continue that call. So what oh. you have to do is call Tiger Claw individually, and he'll pick up and add you while I'm doing the spiel uninterrupted. Oh, sorry. Yeah, now okay. we lost Oz altogether. I don't know where he's at. Oz, Oz is dead now? Because he wasn't on last week's call. Because he wasn't on. Oh. Well then, so we, somebody, look, somebody, Tiger, Adam. We can. Wait. I'll try to add him. Adam. I'll try to add him. Okay, hit the plus button, or or we can just all call back into Tiger Claw. Well, we were already broadcasting. Yeah, we're already so, on so. the air. Yeah, but we were already. Yeah, we're. We this is part of the, the show. This is part of the the funny banter at the beginning. Yay! There it is. This, this is what people tune into Fantastic Forum for. There he Yay. is. Maybe. Yeah. Oz, Oz, look, intrepid cup reporter Oz. Yeah. This is such a good job. There There's is. a hit out on me or something. I'm haunted. You're haunted? Apparently, my phone keeps hanging up on you guys. It hates you. No, it wasn't that. They, they uh, Larry called... He continued the call from last week, so it dropped you all together because it just picked up, it resumed the call that we broadcasted last week. There it is. And since you weren't on it, it just took you off altogether without, you know. Right. Yeah. The fact matter. And the whole time I was yelling, the whole time I was yelling, nobody thought to call you silently so we could go seamlessly back into the show. The fact of the matter is, this call right now, everybody's in it. So if we do another show next week, we use the same tactic. No, we don't. We call in individually. That's what we established two, three fucking weeks ago, and that's what we're going to do from now on. All I know is Moses' left nut loves this witty banter. Yeah. So you you might need to consult your nuts, Mo. They have a mind of their own, all right? I got enough trouble with that, all right? What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you realize why they're shaped like a brain? I got four fucking hemispheres in my fucking body. Listen, I I just wanted to be noted that Moses told us the shape of his nutsack as if we would know it. Like I don't I don't know what the rest of you all do with Mo when I'm not around. But <laughs> I've never wait. But they're all shaped like a brain. Yeah, that's that's how that's, that's how nutsack. Are you like are you like smooth like a dolphin? No, it's not. Look, you look listen, like two Easter there's a there's a a far cry between. Listen, you understand that the number of folds in the brain is directly related to like how how intelligent you are, right? Like, listen, right. I don't, I don't, I've never looked at my nutsack and be like, oh, it looks just like my brain. <laughs> never well, maybe, maybe the maybe the nutsack look like uh, Mjolnir or something. All right, thank what? you for broadcasting, Tiger, Tiger Claw. Thank you for broadcasting. Uh, yeah. Please leave the humor to us. Why did Tiger Claw say that? Oh, jeez. We can't Welcome go into that. We're, we're all here. 
and Tiger Claws. Is is the hair like the lightning? Is that? But Larry, oh, you do you geez. do remember me telling you not to continue the call from the previous week before, right? I do not remember that. Though. Okay. So if, I, if, I, if I had remembered, I definitely wouldn't have done it. You well, know me. I remember I mean, yeah. how, how many times have we called Mary Young? That that's, that's why we always call Joe while he's at work. I mean, I, are, sure, like, are you sure it's wise to hey, try hold to... On, hold on. Tyreek Law, I'm pre-producing here. That's why we said, like, Joe always had a shitty connection and stuff. He's like, well, I'm at work. And you're like, well, why you pick up? Like, well, you guys called me. Like, it just picked up automatically. Like, that's, about, that's how that shit. The thing know? about Mario by no Young means is, am I saying that me not remembering is not is akin to you not having said it. Yeah, that that remember. that is that is the other thing about Mayor Young is he has trouble remembering things sometimes. So yeah. even if we tell yeah. him not to do this, he's probably gonna do it anyways. Sometimes I do that. Because his sack is missing some folds. Tiger Claw's that, legion of superheroes names is Regurgitation Boy. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, we're all here. Thank you for we're broadcasting, by the way. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you tonight. Uh, uh, even though... I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little hazy on what it is that we're supposed to be uh, talking about. I, I think we're gonna. Uh, oh we're, yeah. We're um, supposed to talk about. Um, we're supposed to talk about my shield hero, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. No. No. Okay. Never um, mind. Uh, any... are, is, are we talking about Shazam? Well, I don't see why. Uh, what God, about no Shazam talk? What about, about Hellboy? Are we about Hellboy? Yeah, I saw Hellboy. Uh, nobody saw Hellboy. What? I did. I saw Hellboy. I, mean, I saw okay. Hellboy, and this what? is probably. I saw I saw Hellboy, and this is probably the first time I saw a Hellboy movie. I haven't seen the Del Toro movies. What? Why? Why? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just I I, I completely missed out. I completely missed out on the Del Toro movies back in the days. But you know, this new Hellboy was my like my first introduction to. Hey. Tiger Claw, thank you for broadcasting. Can you do me a favor? Just mute your mic. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, we're oh, hold on, Tiger Claw, hold on. So real quick, just just to get the all of the like uh, uh, homework out the way, all of the like, let's just make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, All Games Radio Network, and of course the All Games community for allowing us the time, equipment, opportunity, and ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much which are comic books. Uh, we should also thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Ellie's in the South Bay's best comic book store. Get all your comic book needs met there. Uh, all you got to do is give them a call at... 310-538-3198. Thanks, Mo. I was like, man, I'm like, he's on strike. He's like, you know what? Screw this. I'm sorry. Well, thank look, you. if I don't do it, it won't get done. That's why we had to record me doing it in case I ever die, which hopefully <laughs> will happen during this broadcast. <laughs> Let's hope that this doesn't happen. Listen, we we already lost uh, the the friggin' cathedral of Notre Dame this week. Like, let's, who gives let's a shit? Around, Mo. Monument to the false god. <laughs> fucking motherfuckers raise billions for it while their children for... fucking starving all over the world. The we Vatican didn't... should pay for that shit. We didn't lost the cathedral. It only, it only got partially burned. They're gonna Puerto fix Rico it. doesn't. I said mute your mic. Whatever. Puerto Rico still doesn't have toilet paper. 
Amen to that. That's crazy. It's yeah, insane. It's, it, it is because they got more money for, for that disaster than any other hurricane they, disaster in America, they, and they still managed to squander it. Trump they, even they, said they, he they would use... send three water-dropping uh, aircraft. He didn't no, do that they... for California. That is, that is true. Well, you know. I had a motherfucker tell me today at the while he was sitting in my chair. Oh, I care because I'm a art art history buff. I'm like, fuck you and your fucking art history. This what they say? I asked you, did, did art history ever teach you about Pablo Picasso's uh, uh, trip to Zaire? How all his cubism is basically just appropriated uh, African art? And he goes, is that true? And I go, probably not. It looks like it. But it could be made a case for, and that's what they should be teaching you in your fucking bullshit higher education. Well, listen, no, nobody, nobody bigs okay. up Africa in, in friggin' mainstream. Art history. Well, in in, in mainstream uh, uh, American education in general. It's yeah, like, it's you like know, you a, gotta go. It's like a day they for for a day they'll talk about it during Black History Month. <laughs> there it is. That's like you know, you got to go to like to a historically black college for that. I think she can so. suck my fucking taint. There it is. Wow, man, I'm sorry, Mo. I didn't like. I don't know if you were this angry before I called in, but if well, I was I, one that I, said this off, I apologize. We all know. <laughs> we all know. You know, everybody on the line knows I walk around angry and miserable every fucking day. That's me. Of course, but you work at a barber. This Doom Patrol that hey, shut like I said, mute <laughs> Mike, <laughs> <laughs> or at least wait till I'm done talking. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Doom Patrol episode. This last Doom Patrol episode. You, Larry, please tell me you saw it. Is that the the Chain Patrol? episode? That's the one where they go inside her head. Yeah, that one? Yeah. Yes, I did okay. see it. Okay. <laughs> Look, I survived by the skin of my uh, teeth. Ooh, like, <laughs> I, I probably would have just hung up. Wait. I thought I thought the Jane Patrol episode was where she she tries she tries to marry some guy that she tortures all the time. Is that the same it's episode? The one after, no, the one I'm talking about is the oh, one after one. that. Okay. The one after Danny the Street. I love Danny the Street. Yeah, well, it's this not, episode... Danny, Danny the Street episode is the same episode that Oz was just talking about, right? Oh, I, all I saw was Danny the Street in that one. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I, I, I guess it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because they split up the team. Yeah, the, the B story in Danny the Street is... is the the Jane trying to get married, that alter ego of Jane trying to get married, and then the next episode is where you go into Jane's head. Which I was thinking during Danny the Street, why do they bother with a B story here? They could do so much with just this story. And, you know, part right. of the DC Universe uh, beauty, we see it with Young Justice and we see it with Doom Patrol, is that they're not tied down by a fucking network. So it's right. like, they, can, they don't have to follow that structure. Sure enough, right. this new episode had no B story. Like, no, there was a B not. scene, but that B scene only, <laughs> like, basically led into why Cliff was inside Jane's brain. 
right. from what from what it sounds like, and I haven't seen the new one, but it sounds like the the Jane stuff, the B side of the last episode before that is probably just extra shit that that they had for the next episode. I have no idea what that means. Because that episode, in, in that episode, Jane is going through through her personalities. Oh, just, right, 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 right. Like she snaps. Yeah. yeah. And then and that, all that is going back to the group therapy episode. So it's like a three-episode-long arc thing for Jane that we finally get to see. And, uh, boy, I tell you, man, this trip into her brain, it's like a Hellraiser event like every <laughs> level is every level of her brain is just one bigot of torture and agony more than the last and it's like the reason i say it, it's like the hellraiser because it's the whole like pain and pleasure thing where you just like it's torturing me personally because mm-hmm. of my own fucked up brain and i keep going through it because it's so like well done i got one more doom patrol thing that i see pissed me off yesterday when uh, I realized that if you live in Canada, you get Doom Patrol for free on TV. Oh, that should help our good, uh, our, our Canadian listeners. The the space, it, the town's called Space, and it's like their WB. That's where they get uh, like Legends of Tomorrow and all the, all the Arrow, Arrowverse stuff. Well, they also have Doom Patrol because it's Canada, I guess. So it's not even Netflix over there. And you could actually go to the Space Channel website and watch episodes if it detects you, you live in Canada. Nice. Hell, well, you can watch them. Yeah, because I, I yeah. went to it and I clicked on an episode because it was locked. So I thought, oh, well, maybe they're going to ask me to pay. And it says, well, you can only watch this if you if you live in Canada. So get a VPN. Yeah, that's yeah. that's our advice to to our audience get a vpn and you apparently get all the dc stuff for free you just set your you set your network to canada <laughs> set, set your network to canada <laughs> yeah your vpn got it it's a, it's a virtual private network so yeah back, i have back a to VPN. this episode though this the, back <laughs> to this back to this episode though the whole thing like you know it's an arc for jane the 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 characters look amazing, like the the different yeah. personalities, and yeah. it's crazy how close to the comic it, they did that. Like you know, some things that you know they they take liberties with and and everything. You know, as far as I can tell, Doom Patrol, from the little I've read of, of Doom Patrol comics, is you know it's more of like where the story flows that that it how it flows rather than that it's different. But man, that that look for those personalities was. On point and so they don't look like Jane, like when they manifest. How she just no, no, no. They're different people. They're they're basically different people. And uh, I kind of wish I didn't see enough of Legion, but it's like it's almost like that would have been a cool motif for Legion. But Legion's a different character than Jane, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know what though? It's interesting though because you know obviously the parallels, but I, I yeah, like you you wouldn't get. Or I say seldom do you get a situation where you actually have, like, it feels like all of Jane's personalities are really, like, people that are there trapped inside her head for whatever reason. And, uh-huh. you know, Legion Legion doesn't always give you, doesn't seem as much as that. 
it seems like a, a like a, a real split personality thing. Yeah. I only saw one episode of Legion, and I realized I wanted to see everything at once, so now I can finally do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the whole thing with Cliff, too, man. Like he yeah. goes in the brain, and he's just Bre- Brendan Fraser, regular-ass man. Joe, you might want to mute your, my, your headphones, because I'm about to get a little, little spoilery. Even though I will say... I will say that this is the kind of episode where you, you kind of have to watch it to get the full experience of it anyway. Yeah, but, you know, I know, out of respect for Joe, I know we didn't even take him into consideration when we talked about Shazam last week. And I actually feel bad because he was actually one of us that wanted to go see it and was going to go see it. So, I, I listening back, I'm like, man, Tire Cloth fucked up. Oh, I'm <laughs> muted that, though. I'm okay, good. Yeah. Okay, good. I know how yeah. Tiger Claw is. <laughs> Alright, well I'm about to to say something, so just give give All me right. a I guess a good thirty five seconds. Okay. Starting now. So basically uh yeah, Cliff manifests in the brain as a person and the whole his whole arc in there is essentially accepting that he's not a fucking man. Yeah. That he's a fucking robot, a fucking machine with a brain and a nutrient sack. And, uh, and basically, in order to, to save Jane, he had to do that. And that, I, that mm-hmm. was f- done so fucking brilliantly. Uh, I, I can't expect, like, I literally, like, I had, I realized I haven't been talking, you know, we spent all this time talking shit about the DC Universe app online, and I haven't issued a retraction yet. So I, I gotta have to do that because that might be going away. As we'll get to in the news. Well, we don't, we're not talking about that right now. But, the DC uh, Universe app might be going away? Oh, yeah, you didn't know? All right. Well, look, we'll, we'll talk about that later in the news. Hopefully. But, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, so, I don't know. Larry, what, what are your impressions of this episode? I, I've been filibustering about it. <laughs> No, dude, it was it was amazing, man. And honestly, it's like the show just keeps getting better and better, which is crazy to think because it started off really good. And, you know, like every episode, it just feels like all of these actors and all these characters just kind of come more and more into their own. And, uh, yeah, this. I mean, this episode literally focusing on Jane and what she's going through and what her experience is is amazing. I mean, it it I, like you said, the characters, like the way that they were all cast is really cool. You know, I, unfortunately, I don't have knowledge of the source material, um, so I don't know how accurate that is to the book. So I can't really speak to to that just because I'm not uh, a Doom Patrol fan like that, as far as the comics are concerned, but. But for me, just, you know, experiencing this in this particular medium, I was like, man, this is like a great story. It's it's great characterization for all the people that were involved in this episode. And it was just like, man, like, you know, getting to see this journey and, you know, being interested in where they go from here, man. 
It's like it, it's it's wild. It's wild. Like because I like I find myself anticipating Doom Patrol episodes from week to week, which is you know not only did I not anticipate that just because one is DC Universe app, but two just because of the streaming format. You know, it's like I, you get so used to the idea of things coming. Uh, you know, like being able to binge things and, you know, like there's, there's definitely a part of me that's like, oh man, I wish I could see this episode right now, but there's another part of me that kind of savors the, the, the time, the wait between each of these episodes. And like, I, I feel like I have something to look forward to come Friday, you know? Yeah. So, it, it's yeah. definitely uh, a big surprise and, uh, you know, I, I actually on one my one because I just watched it before the show. That's I didn't have time to decompress oh, from it. I tried to decompress it. from it by watching uh, Justice League versus the Fatal Five, which just came out, mm-hmm. and it's on the DC Universe app. Usually, when we'd have to review these things, we'd have to go through an illegal way of getting it, or or one person bought it and sent us a, a digital code so we could wa- all watch it and review it. You know, but now with the DC Universe app. It's right there, the day and date release. Well, not day and date. I think. No. I think it. It can't. Didn't it come like a week or two weeks later? I think. I think it. I think there's a. a I think there's a little window, not a lot, not a big window. But I, I didn't know it existed until three days ago, and it said that today was the release date or something. And then it's, but I guess it was an ad for when it comes out on the app or when it comes out on digital. Yeah. yeah. But it's close enough though. To me, to me, it, it might as well be day and day. Cause that's the only marketing that reached me. And in this Got day it. and age where marketing is, is you can't cast a, a broad net anymore. Everything has to be localized and specialized. Right. I only heard about it two days ago. So for me, it's day and date. Um, right. In chat, uh, Bileto says talk about dupe and, uh, I will, but not right now. Stick around for news. Um, Doom Patrol FTW in chat says this was possibly the best Doom Patrol yet. Somehow this show keeps getting better in new and interesting ways. Please let there be a season two. And, uh, yeah, um, the, yeah, I, I, when I watched it, I, I had to post something online. Because that's what we do nowadays when we're watching something that shatters your foundations. And, uh, <laughs> it's basically, to me, this is the best comic book TV show I've ever seen. Like, wow, really? Yeah, yeah, I, I can't think of anything better. Like, you know, Flash was good, but, you know, it was Spider Man to me. Um, I hear that. Uh, Green Arrow was good, but it was Batman. Right, um, right. Uh, Legends. So tomorrow kept trying to be the Avengers, but then that fucked up with, you know, me having John Constantine do the, I mean, I'm sorry, Jonah Hex do the sign of the cross. So I'm out. You're hilarious. Um, yeah. And that, that, like, I can't, you know, anything other, you know, Gotham, I didn't bother watching past the first episode. Um, I might watch that so Alfred like, one. So yeah. you talk about, you only talk about live action TV shows? Yeah, yeah. Cartoons. Oh. I mean, we we all know cartoons. Like, because in this country, I don't want to have this forty-five minute fight with you again, Larry. But in this country, cartoons are for children. 
And uh, I don't, because of that, I've been programmed not to qualify them as TV shows. I call them cartoons when I, you know, I categorize them. So, uh, but yeah, the, I mean, the, that's part of, part of the reason I love the Fatal Five one was because it's, it's like almost like a continuation of Justice League Unlimited. But yeah, yeah. but that, you, that was, look, that was good in its own right. But have you, did you watch the Tick season two? Not, I didn't know that was out yet. I oh, watched yeah. the first season. It's, it's quick because it's only like six episodes, maybe, right? Nah, it's it's like eight or ten, but they're all half hour episodes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the tick should be more than a half hour. Yeah, that. The, I miss Walburton, but that dude, like, he's good. He even looks he even looks good in a muscle suit, unlike Z, Lady right. Levi Levy. Yeah, Zachary Levy. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, season two, they introduced other heroes. And um, the Tix version of Shield called Ages. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that actually Ages. like a, yeah. And they actually run a promo for it, uh, where they said where it says something like Ages. It's like a shield for you know, for whatever what it's I don't know, I was laughing too hard to pay attention <laughs> to the rest. Hey. Is that Manuel in it? No. Oh I, I love that Manuel. I didn't see anybody from from the cartoon because I know it's Batman. Oh. Well, then there was like Made in America. Yeah, yeah, th- those weren't in there. Got it. Um, Kill Assistant Chat says just bit the bullet and pre-ordered MK11. I almost did that today too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought about it because, you know, I like Mortal Kombat and I like the, their story mode, mm-hmm. but I, I wanted to buy Soul Calibur and I didn't. And I'm like, I'm not sure that my gaming is less for it. So I'm like, I might feel that way about MK and just is there, any, is there anything new, really? I mean, it's just the same game, right? Well, for me, is I haven't played Mortal Kombat since three, so it's new. Oh to me. no, then it's yeah. it's all completely new to you. Then yeah. if you haven't played since three, it, yeah, the it one probably, that I did play though was that 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 platformer one too. I played that was it Shaolin monks or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Where you played as uh as Raiden and Liu Kang. Oh no, Kung Lao and Kung Lao, yeah, Kung Lao. Yeah, yeah that's. That's uh, that was a, a pretty good game. Yeah, but it's different. But it's not like completely different. Yeah. yeah. Different. And then uh, yeah, I I almost pre-ordered it, but I gotta buy Skyrim for the Switch and <laughs> Mario Party. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It just it's just one of those things where it's like Skyrim, man. Like that game is the, like that joint, like. You can't get anybody to buy or even play. Like, you couldn't give away, like, two years past version of Call of Duty. But people will buy Skyrim. <laughs> Which you is just crazy, because it's, it's a great what, game. Like, I can't, I'm not knocking best, it. It's just, the, it's, I laugh more at the longevity of it. What the best promotion for it is, is fucking, is this iOS game they put out, Blades. 
Yeah. Because that shit is, I mean, it's good for what it is, but there's, first of all, the ship, I I guess I I was planning on reviewing it. I don't know if we should go into that, but we got anything else to say about Doom Patrol, anybody? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Amazing. Watch it if you're not watching it already. How many uh, fucked up personalities out of five you give this that last episode? Like, like 17. (laughs) (laughs) 17 personalities. Listen, I I just hope Swamp Thing is like, if it could just be like half as good. Look, wait for the news. Oh, okay, good. You didn't, you didn't hear the news at all, right? I don't think so. Okay, look, I'm going to tell you real quick, but I'm not going to go into it with any detail till news time. Okay, okay, this is as much a tease for you as it is for the audience. Okay. I'm just giving you the tip. Um, okay. They stopped production at episode 10. They shut it down. Oh, I don't know what that means. And 10, that, well, 10 out of 13. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And oh. Yeah. So look, but okay. you know, if you want to find out, stick around for news. Got it. Sheesh. Um. See okay. that headline oh. makes you think you know the story, but there's actually more. Yeah. More this is audio audio clickbait. <laughs> um, look, I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna keep listening. <laughs> Good, good. We need we need the numbers. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Um, Oz, what, you got anything to say about this Doom Patrol episode? No, I can't wait to see it. You haven't seen it? No. The last Man, time I I'm saw so it was happy. the Danny the yeah. Street one. I'm so happy I didn't go and, and, and go to you first. I, I picked on Larry and that's why I was asking you what the personalities looked like, if they were actually, like, versions of Jane or, or totally different characters. Oh, no, man. And you know what? I'm going to put a for, – for those of you in in our Discord chat, I don't know what the link to that is. Right? Discord.allgames.com or some shit. I wish we had somebody that would say that at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Let's see. Where is Discord? I'm going to actually put a picture from the comics. Of what the characters look like, and hopefully, if you watch the episode, you can do it, or you can do a side by side. I'm very interested to see what the personalities look like. And you know, oh, they're, they're, they're a lot. Some of them are a lot more comic booky than others, but they, they're pretty much all like the nun is the nun. You know? Yeah. No, this is amazing. Yeah, Hammerhead is an actual Hammerhead. Like, but, like a shark. Uh, no, no, like he has a his costume has a hammer on his head. This look okay. in the picture. He does not in the chat. Oh, I'm sorry. Oz is remote today. Like he's on his phone, I think. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Oh, this is really interesting. Yeah. So you you might actually see more. Yeah, I don't know. Like it looks like you see more than what you see in this episode, but. That episode had a lot, yeah. No, it did. It did. Like looking, looking at this, like this is a whole. Like I've never seen this before, so I'm looking and I'm just like, oh, I saw some of these people in that episode. Including one. That's very like, cool. Even a nun. What you say, Jay? Chainsaw. 
That's just, yes. That one stick looks like Raven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the back. Yeah, she has... There was definitely, a, like, a Raven vibe to this episode, where it's like, if Teen Titans did, like... Well, actually, I don't, I don't even know Raven that well, but I know, like, some of the things I've seen is her dad is, like, a looming presence in her mind that torments her. Right. And if they... I don't know how true that is to the character. I'm not, like, a fan like that, so... But what I've seen where they've done that with Raven compared to how they did that with Jane, this is, like, a lot darker, a lot heavier, a lot loomier. Hmm. Okay. And I wish they would have done that in Teen Titans. Well, look, hey, look again, well, I got, now I got started on Teen Titans. You know, I needed a fix for Doom Patrol before Friday last week. And I'm like, you know what? I got a little time to myself. I watched the Doom Patrol episode of Teen Titans. Biggest mistake of my fucking life. Why? It was terrible. Oh. Like, the characters don't act like they do. Like, if it was supposed to be a promotion for the upcoming series, it did did a terrible job. Like, the, the actors weren't the same actors. I mean, they're not supposed to be the same actors, right? I mean, if it's your your intro to that to the next show, they should they should be it. Wait, did you say Teen Titans or Titans? Oh, Titans. Sorry. Oh yeah, I told you guys from the go that that episode is not representative of, of the, what the show is. Yeah, but I still needed to see it because I just needed that fix. I couldn't wait. I wanted them to just give me. I wanted to, Doom Patrol is probably one of the most show the shows I've most wanted to binge watch. So I can't get enough of it, but uh, I, I needed a fix, so I went and watched the Titans episode. And uh, yeah, terrible, terrible. The the uh, the Larry Trainer's sunglasses look more like the comic in Titans, but he's nothing like the one on the TV show. What what is he has special sunglasses? It's just the shape. Oh, okay. Shape. Like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you know when artists do certain things? Yeah. So, like, let's say, ah, see. So, like, Gabriel Ba or Fabio Moon drew, like, a Doom Patrol, like, art somewhere, and I think that's what they did for the Titans episode for him. Like, that shape of his glasses. Oh, okay. Or you know what it is? They did the the villain in Casanova looks just like him, so they probably got that mixed up with him, and they did his sunglasses. That's what it is. Uh, let me see if I can Jeez. put that in. Yeah, that's that's what it was, because they're more like angular, not round. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's crazy because I mean, now that you guys have seen Doom Patrol in that Titans episode. Um, the sunglass guy is like happy, and uh, yeah, Ro- he's like Robot Man. Robot Man is like kind of serious but depressed. Like he's not the the fuck this guy that he is yeah. on the show. Everybody's afraid of Rita. Like I thought she was gonna be the villain of the show or something because everybody thought like she was gonna eat them or something like that. Yeah. Wow. 
you sh- you should Larry, you should watch that episode just just to really see how much Titans fucked up everything for that app. <laughs> I remember my wife when I was watching it. My wife came home; she had to work, and she that's why I had a, a few like minutes to myself, like probably about you know about the length of a TV show. And she came, you know, a little earlier, and she saw. She's like, "You're watching it without me," you know, because she likes Doom Patrol a lot. And uh, and I'm like, "Oh, don't worry. This is the Titans episode with Doom Patrol in it." And then she's like, "Why do they all sound different? Why do they look?" And I'm like, "You know what? Because Titans is a shit fucking show, and it was DC Universe's <laughs> apps. Like, that was their their worst mistake was to lead with that show." Yeah, I agree. And but, we'll get but, to that in the news. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. You know, the crazy no, because, thing is that that was the show that I was looking forward to the most before it came out. I had, like, more than Doom Patrol or any other stuff, and it turned out to be my least favorite so far. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty terrible show. All right. Well, let me get into this Elder Scrolls Blades talk real quick. Uh Basically, it starts off like any of these Elder Scrolls games where you got to build the town and fight goblins and shit. Uh, only this one feels more like on a rail. Like every little environment you're in, you're on a rail. And you have the little clairvoyance that tells you where to go. And no matter what quest you're doing, it's like one of four or five different rails, different environments. And, uh, and then... You know, I pre-ordered this game thinking it was going to cost like 15 bucks or something. I pre-ordered it back during E3 because I was hyped to play something like that on my phone before I had the Switch. It never came out. It came out till March, but it was supposed to come out quarter three or four last year. Quarter four last year. Quarter three last year. Uh-huh. And uh, then it said by December 31st, 2018. Then by March 31st. And they snuck it in right under the wire, I think, like, three weeks ago or two weeks ago. And so, look, if it finally came out, like, I'd be happy, right? Then all of a sudden, I I played the little tutorial, the little preamble story. And then it says, okay, make sure to turn on your notifications. We'll let you know when you can play it. Wait, so, what? Yeah, so I wasn't able to play it till sometime in April. What? Like April sixth or something, yeah. So they released Wait, it. So before... they gave you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Ask, ask me the question. I want to answer. Uh, so, so they. So wait. So they only released like a tutorial. Basically, yeah. But it's not even a real tutorial. It's basically it's just the story of like what happened to the town, but it turns into a tutorial, and you just pick up a sword and, and fight some elf. So that it could come out when they said it was going to come out. Yeah. And then it says, be That's sure, crazy. you know, and it, it was supposedly some something where it's like, okay, certain people get early access. But I didn't see anybody on the Internet, like, posting that they were ready to go with it. You know what I mean? Till like, a right, week later, right. and which was, like, early April, which I still wasn't, re- like, able to play it. So somehow somebody got early access late mind you but earlier than me when i pre-ordered since like june last year you know um 
And then, you know, I was telling Emily about it, and I'm like, I'm so excited about this, and it finally came through, and she's like, okay, cool. And she's like, and I, you know, I told her, I'm like, I'm so happy. I don't know how much it costs, but, you know, the money's out of the bank account already. I don't know. They just take it, and it's there. It doesn't bounce. I'm good, you know? I didn't care how much it cost. Turns out it didn't cost anything. But then I got to buy a bunch of shit, like little gems, little chests. Oh, and then it's like, you don't have to, do you? Did you, well, try playing it without buying like one thing. It took me two weeks to get to like level six. And then I'd like, you know what? I'm going to buy this five. They have a special deal right now for early access. You buy this chest for four ninety nine. dollars Dude, within a couple hours, all of a sudden, all my XP like tripled and I got to like level 12 in a day. Jeez. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, basically now I'm, you know, two weeks in, uh, I'm tired of being on the same rail, same dungeons. Like, you know, I understand that, like, that world is kind of like, you know, you, you were, you, when you don't play in the full open world, I guess the online is, you know, you play in that little area, which is fine. But everything just, you know, it's just the same, like, eight dungeons. I'm sure, like, my little... Fable had that, where it's, like, it's an open world, but the world is small. But every time you, you could... Every time you, like, walk or, you know, instead of fast traveling, like, you, you see something new and vibrant and, and you know. And, it, you know, it, you could take the scenic route and actually get something nice and scenic. And this basically just transports you straight to the dungeon, and uh straight out and it's just the same there's no like world in between which i guess it's fine like if you're playing on a phone because you know they assume you're on the go kind of all the quests are rather short and and that's why i have to buy skyrim on the switch because it's like you know what this isn't as quite the full experience i wanted and i don't want to do no microtransactions for this you know i was okay with doing it for pokemon because at least for pokemon i'm traveling and seeing you know if i go to france it's a different experience than if i play in you know, Albuquerque, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, you know, there's, there's that aspect to it. Like I'm actually traveling the real world. Yeah. But for this, I'm not doing it. I I took a bunch of screen cap videos. They don't let me post them. Maybe check our YouTube channel next week or so. It'll be, some of it'll be up. Uh, IGTV doesn't let me do more than 10 minutes and I don't want to edit. So, we have a YouTube channel? Uh, we do. We don't use it. We've had a YouTube channel for a while. Yeah. We've actually produced content but never put it up. Wow. Yeah. So that's it. I give, uh, I give, I don't, I don't know. Maybe my expectations were too high for Elder Scrolls Blades. Um, but all it really did was just make me want to buy Skyrim more. You know, I know I remember when I first talked <laughs> about pre-ordering this. I said, just buy Skyrim on the Switch. It's on the Switch now. I'm like, it wasn't when I pre-ordered, you know. This was the only mm-hmm. mobile version of Elder Scrolls I can get. And, uh yeah, here we are. Now, it's like, I don't need this. I'm waiting for the version of Skyrim that goes on my on my car's console. <laughs> so I can just play it on the go. Yeah. But yeah, and, and on that note, uh fuck Bethesda. 
Yeah, fuck Bethesda. Look, that was a tease back then. It was a tease for this. <laughs> Cause back then that that I planned to talk about this game back when when I uh when I said that, which if you're listening and you want to go back and listen, it's the episode called You Gotta Fuck Something. Um I think <laughs> it's two or three episodes back at this point. But um yeah, it, it fuck Bethesda. Like that, I all I had at that point, all I had was a tutorial, and then it told me make sure your notifications are on. And I hate having notifications because you know I'll just get to you when I get to you. You know, uh, Doom Patrol for the win says how many Skyrim ports out of five? And uh, <laughs> I actually I use the I give it They're way one, more than five Skyrim ports. <laughs> I give it one microtransaction out of five. Like, I have fun playing it, but it's not, like, that fun, you know? Like, and then even the building town stuff, like, I know that's a, a mechanic in it, and, you know, they used it for Fallout 4, too, a lot. And uh to me, like, that's a good thing, only because my wife likes playing the Sims and building games, you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, if I can get her... To just like handle my character in Fallout 4, like I'll do all the fighting and questing. I'm down for that. I can do that no problem. And she'll do all the building and grinding. Like she likes that. So it's like we could play this together technically, you know? She just plays my character for that and I play my character for, you know? But Mm -hmm. she's intimidated by, you know, these games because they're not as, you know, it might as well be Sims in that little segment of the game. But the controls are a little intimidating for her because she's not that type of gamer, you know? Right. So if I could get her used to it, hopefully with the Switch, it'll be easier because, you know, it, the Switch is, is the buttons and everything are, you know, they're still as, just as, is, this layout is pretty much the same as, like, anything Nintendo's done before or any other console. They just feel yeah. less intimidating for are a new gonna- player. Are you going to take out the controllers and swing them like a sword? No, I'm not going to do that. Like, in fact, I'm going to buy the, um, I think I'm going to buy, I'm going to invest in the pro controller for that when I play that. There was a, a version yeah. of Skyrim that was a badass on the, on the 360 because it was when Kinect came out. Yeah. You could just yell the commands and it would do the voice power. Oh, that's tight. They did that for Mass Effect too, right? Yeah. Where your commands yeah. to your, to your other guys. Yeah. It uh two games that I love were made better by Connect and then they did nothing else with that thing. I threw yeah. out my Connect. Um Richard Well when they had Yeah, when you know they said the the Skype and the NSA thing. So I just unplugged oh. it and threw it out. Like I don't need yeah, no they, they they didn't do any you you're not you didn't miss anything after that. That's the only yeah. cool thing that, that they did. In fact, that's why the new Xbox is like it's an option if you want their the new version of Connect because yeah. no no game uses it, so it's pointless. Yeah. yeah, and you think with Cortana and everything, like it'd be great, but it's not. Yeah, as you know what, as a matter of fact, uh, the for the last year that I had the Connect, I really just used it to turn the system on. I right? yeah. just walk in a room, say, you know, tell it to turn on, and because it would do my TV and my speaker. And everything was ready to go, but that was it. Just turn yeah. on, turn off. Maybe every once in a while, go to whatever app. Yeah. 
No, I, I'm, since I have Apple TV and Apple Watch, I just use that. I, just, I have Siri instead of Cortana. Yeah, that's all you need, yeah. too. So, yeah. So, so th- fuck that's this my stuff for, yeah. for screwing me out of my my stupid little toy that I'm never even going to use. And also, uh, if they did a Fallout version like this, I'd probably still get it anyway. What, a Fallout Switch? Oh, you mean like oh. the Legends or whatever. Like they, Blades. The phone yeah. Game. Yeah, Blades. Yeah. I think that would, that would you know, that might, I, I can, I can get with that too. But again, it, I still have the same experience, but I would only give them five bucks. So if you want my five bucks once, Bethesda. <laughs> but if they make, you know, if they would make a, uh, well, it, well, it's different now with the Switch because this this was announced before I had a Switch. So, but if they did like a fifteen dollar version, fifteen dollar version or twenty dollar version of Fallout without having to buy any microtransaction stuff, I'd be down. Even if it was like this, like that, the same four or five dungeons, you know, like a, a minimized version of that world, I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, you can get Fallout Shelter for free on the Switch. Yeah, but that's that little, like, cartoon, like... Yeah, that's completely different. Yeah, that's not like this. Like, if you play... I guess you have to play Blades. I mean, I I understand. At least I think I know what Blades is in the sense that... I understand the graphics are more realistic. It's like playing... It looks looks like you're playing the console game. Right, but it's on rails, and it's five different... Dungeons, and that's it, right? Yeah. But shelter yeah. is just your shelter, right? Yeah, you, you yeah. build a shelter, and it's one of those waiting while your resources build up things, yeah. and then random they, events happen. They do that here too, but the waiting isn't as bad because, like, let's say I'll do like, let's say I'll do three quests, then a customer comes in, and I'll tell him, "Excuse me, one second, sir, just hold on," and then I'll start like crafting stuff and just wait, and then. By the time, you know, I cut his hair, another guy comes in, another guy. By the time I'm done, you know, cutting three heads, it's like, oh, your town, your, you know, your, your smithy's ready, your alchemy lab's ready, you know? And I can just collect stuff. So the, the, the actual, like, crafting stuff it is kind of cool for that. You know, it does mm-hmm. embrace the mobile thing, like the fact that you're only probably going to play it 10 minutes at a time. So the quests mm-hmm. are all short, you know, even the longer, I think the longest one I did was 18 minutes. And that felt, that's the one that felt more like you're playing a console game, but, um, everything else has been like half that. Oh, you know what? I, I just remember shelter added quest where you, you can go, like you take two outside the shelter. Yeah. yeah, You go, but you basically go into another shelter essentially and kill stuff. Now, is that, uh, is there a bunch of microtransactions too? There are, but I ne- I've never bought anything on it. And yeah, I don't, I don't pretty, think pretty, it's, it's built, not played. Their microtransactions are built differently. Right. So it's, it's not like, pay to win. Right. You get a pretty much, you can have pretty much the same experience with or without the microtransactions. Um, but I think if you do do the microtransactions, you can get like better, uh, Vault dwellers, but it's not like game breaking or anything. 
Right. And I think a lot of the, a lot of, there's like milestones where you built this, you get this reward. And I think some of those are those random loot lunchboxes that are part, that are also microtransactions. So but you it do, sounds like the big, but well, I, I was going to say, cause uh, how Joe was saying you get like a legendary dweller. I've gotten the legendary dweller or the legendary pets or just like, cool little stuff that helps without having to actually pay for anything, just progressing through the game. Right. I was going to, I was going to say that it sounds though like most big thing though, is that it doesn't look realistic. Yeah. But it's all that cartoony style and it's all like a, a 2d size scrolling look to it. Yeah. Like my biggest thing with, you know, games like fallout, even fable is that I, I can't play them when I'm not home. So I have to actually make time to play them to devote, you know, the two, three hours to get a good session going when I'm home, which I'm only home from, you know, let's say eight at night and five thirty in the morning. Yeah. And then yeah. I still have a wife. I still have a marriage to maintain. So and, and a Doom Patrol to watch and the Doom Yeah. On top of all the TV shows I watch and now all the comics I have to read for the show, like, the show for me takes, you know, an hour and a half to two from each day of prep and stuff between the heavy metal minute stuff and uh, and this stuff. Like the prep takes probably about a good hour to hour and a half a day. And then that doesn't include reading comics. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, you, gotta include them. you need I'm more sorry? reading comic time. You need more reading comics. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I do. Like, but I can do that at work. So That's comics fair. are beautiful because I can read a page or two and then put it down and read, you know, like I can yeah. take them with me anywhere. They're mobile, you know, especially with right. the digital age, but even physical, yeah. you know? Yep. Um, so that, that I don't count that as, as time used for that because I can just do it like, I could pretend I'm taking a shit for 15 minutes in between a haircut, like during a haircut, and read a comic book. So I did that guy's, once. Guy sitting in a chair. Yeah. Half his head's done. He's like, what's up, man? Yeah. And then he comes out like, man, what took so long? Sorry, man. You know, these doctors with the opioids, you know? Wait, what? The opioids make you constipated. Oh, I don't know that. Why would I know that? Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Like, I'm, I, I assume you've <laughs> shot heroin before. That's general knowledge. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize Especially that. if you have them with tequila. <laughs> but that, you know, dying is your bigger fear there, not constipation. Exactly. I've heard that if you if you ever have a surgery where they put you under for for a while. Best shit you will ever take is the first shit you take after you come out of the surgery. Because huh? you because that the no because because the, the medication that that they give you and all that constipates you so you get yeah. backed up like you'll go a couple of days without taking a shit and it's not like you can't it's just you don't have that urge to do it yeah. and then when you finally do man oh that's crazy I was gonna say doesn't this, it depend on what kind of surgery you have. No, it's just one where they put you under. Yeah, I think it's those, it's the the drugs that they give the painkillers and the, well, they're probably all opioids. 
know, that, that'll constipate you and build you up. Burr in chat says, um, wow. Like, I, I know you have restoration surgery. Well, look, you have a working anus. How amazing yeah, is that going to be? That you, have, you haven't had a working anus in years. It's probably tender. And no. also, that that's the time you need to break up with Tyrone. Cause, uh, a- anuses, are meant to take, anuses are meant to take a beating. Oh, jeez. Okay. Let's, let hashtag pray for Emily. <laughs> <laughs> or Mo. <laughs> donate billions donate billions to to her fund hashtag pray for Moses Magnum <laughs> I think we found out why he's really constipated no I'm not constipated I was reading comics <laughs> oh, I used an excuse that was a joke about how your shit's all backed up now because yeah. it keeps getting so, pushed further and further. Speaking of reading comics, right? Uh, hold on, hold so, on. It says right here, um, wow, burr in chat. It's the painkillers, yeah. When I had a kidney stone, they gave me an opioid, and yeah, I was constipated real bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, I'm sorry, burr. I was right. Um, I know, like, it's been a few weeks now. But we're having a conversation about Wolverine the Long Night and what the comic book was. And I went back to actually, like, I, I actually read it. And it is, like, a literal translation of the... There's a comic book adaptation of the podcast. Which, in and of itself, isn't that great. But when you combine the two, oh, it's pretty amazing. So you read it too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I read it's only, the first issue. Yeah, it's only and three, then I was right? Like, uh, issues? Yeah. No, no. It's like I think it's like six of them. Okay. But what I'm saying is, if you read, if you get the comic, and then start the audio podcast, that like I love it. I was like, man, I'm like, I wish they would do this for all comics. So there's no Wolverine in there either? Well, there is, but it's like, you know, like when they talk about the flashback stories and stuff, they show Wolverine. So you see what they were talking about. Is there a a sequel to the comic book? Not Not that I know of. Is there a sequel to the podcast? Yeah, I, I I assumed you guys talked about it because it's actually an old story by now. But I guess if I'm not there, you guys don't do news. You're well, hilarious. last last, last week true. last week we didn't do news because Tire Claw has to work, which you know we right. do have to end like right at eight thirty today. By the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait, so but what what was the sequel to the what's the sequel called? Uh, Wolverine: The Lost Trail. Oh, dude! And it's supposed I, to take place like right after. The the long night. When does it when did it started already? I thought it was going to be called the long nighter. The all nighter. Um, did it start already? Uh, yeah. The email I got says season two out now on Stitcher Premium. So 
if you pay for oh, Stitcher, I'm sure you can listen to it, but it'll it probably it, won't be for us for another for few months. Yeah. Got it. Got it. No, I mean, I, I would like to, I would like to read. I mean, well, I'd like to listen to that, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not paying for Stitcher premium. <laughs> so I, I will wait until it comes out on, uh, on whatever, where, or wherever I get my podcast. <laughs> well, uh, Mo Dio, if you use the promo code Wolverine, you can start a new free trial Stitcher premium. So you probably get it all out of the way if you got some time. Oh, there you go. There it is. But yeah, it was a great experience, at least for me, uh, putting the two together just because, I mean, you know, it's, it's a different, like, I love physical comics. Uh, I like podcasts. Putting these two together was a great thing for me. And I know that there's some people out there that are probably say, well, isn't that just a, uh, uh, a digital comic and it's like well no it's it's not <laughs> it's, it's actually like don't get me wrong it's like i can see why you would say that because it's one of those things where um obviously if you have a digital comic sometimes those have like the sound effects and things like that in it but you know they, they kind of go like there's a different level that goes into creating an audio podcasts like a, a dramatic audio podcast and there's a different level that goes into into an, a, a physical comic book and when you put those two together it was super cool because it was just like wow like i'm like i get kind of the best of both worlds because i'm hearing all the things that are happening that i'm actually getting the opportunity to see and you know it's like yeah it was a, it was a really good experience so i would suggest if if you're a Wolverine fan, or actually, no, I mean, if you just want to try something interesting, take Wolverine the Long Night, listen to the podcast while you read the actual physical comic, it's, it'll be cool for you. Yeah, like you're putting somebody to sleep. I see. I see. They're like, listen, it's like your, your nerddom has reached a new level. Or, yeah, it, you know. well, it's, you got to take it with a grain of salt because it is you talking about Marvel. Well, no, but still, it's me talking about Wolverine. I'm recommending a Wolverine book. Yeah, look, Stranger Things have happened. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Word. Um, Word. Joe, man, what was that anime you wanted to talk about? Uh, the Rising of the Shield Hero. Yeah. Did, did anyone get a chance to watch that? I did not. I did. Okay. And uh, and Oz doesn't count. No, <laughs> Oz was like, well, I, he I he wasn't here when we it. said we were gonna do it. Right. But no, I did get to watch it. Okay. You want to start us off? Sure. Sure. Um. The Rising of the Shield Hero is an anime about four people that get pulled into a fantasy world that is um ah what's the right way to say it cuz here's the thing it's interesting so they get pulled into this fantasy world and each of these four people are different 
heroes that wield a different, like, legendary weapon. So there's a a sword hero, a bow hero, a spear hero, and a shield hero. And the twist, or at least one of the twists of it, is that each of these four people don't come from the same reality. And in each of these different realities, this fantasy world is represented in different ways. So, like, for instance, for one person, it might be, like, say, a a video game. Like, well, for one person, it might be, like, say, like, a Skyrim, which is, like, a single-player game, right? But for another person, it might be, like, an MMO. So, you know, obviously those two experiences are different. But in this story, the shield hero, his his experience of this world is from a book. And it's from a book that he actually hadn't really read. He just kind of got like the, a, a little bit of the gist of it and then gets sucked into this world. And so like each of these, each of these different people come from like a parallel, a parallel earth where things turn out like their whole realities are all different. And then, like I said, they're experience, they experience this world a little bit different. But the, the, the main thing, at least the thing that everybody else knows that the shield hero doesn't know is that the shield hero is kind of like the, the worst person, like the lesser of all these heroes. And so it's about how this guy, I can't remember the main character's name. You have to forgive me. Do you know, do you know it off the top? No, of you mean. No, there Fumi. you go. Uh, it's about how Nafumi kind of learns and copes with being, with being this particular, uh, hero that uses the shield and how he's like able to kind of learn what this world is about. This fantasy world is about. And his like the the trials that he has to deal with in in being this particular hero does does that kind of do it justice, Jay? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's basically. Yeah, you got it right. Except I would have exaggerated or brought more to the point of like how much everyone hates the shield hero. Like the yeah. king, the king, and everyone hates him. Uh, they start like lying about him and like starting rumors, and they basically get the whole town to like turn on him right away. And so he's really having to like deal with a whole bunch of shit, like just yeah. to get by. And it kind of like sours his attitude, like. Uh, like pretty much that kind of changes his personality. Like he's like, you know, starts off like kind of normal, but now he's like, uh, sullen and wary 
So yeah. Yeah. And now he's gotta still gotta do his job because I can't send him home. Like even if you wanted to go home, they they can't do it until they're done with their what what they're doing. Yeah, and everything in the world presents itself in an RPG kind of way. Um, you know, it, the like I would say that you know I think most people would probably because of the, well it's a visual medium, so I think what most people would see the representation as is like closest to probably like how you would see a uh, like a, a, a JRPG video game. But um, but it literally like and everyone talks in those kind of terms in the world as well. So even though it's like, you know, their reality, like in their reality, you have to level up and you have to like, you know, there are things like classes and, you know, you certain equipment you can't use until you've reached a certain level. Like that's just like commonplace for them. So it's like, you know, it's no thing for you to hear somebody talking about the idea that, hey, you have to be a certain class to wield a piece of armor or, you know, after, like, people have to be, you know, they have to be able to do this first before they can wield this kind of magic. And that's just, like, they're they're every day for them. And so that's, like, interesting. Yeah, that's, like, an interesting part of the show because from a uh, a RP or like a uh, role playing game perspective, whether you're even talking about tabletop or, or video games or whatever, it's like, it's all stuff that you would be familiar with from a concept level, but it's playing out in like a story kind of form. And so, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's really, it's a really interesting, uh, it was a really interesting show just because, like Jay said, just like, you know, the shield hero for, for whatever reason is, I mean, the, the shield heroes look down upon generally because, you know, I mean, it's like any other game where you sometimes, sometimes you have a, a class of, of, of people or a class of, uh, I'm sorry, a class of, uh, uh, a certain class that people are just like, hey, you know, I'd rather not play that. You know, it's, it's like a support class, you know, and so a lot of people are more into trying to either, you know, kill things or kind of be like some kind of tank. And, you know, like this is the class where it's like, OK, you're not you're not you're not going to get the glory necessary necessarily. You're going to, you know, make you're going to be making sure everybody else is taken care of so that they can do the dirty work. And so, uh, you know, it's looked down upon for that reason, but even more so like the king of this world has it in for this particular hero for a reason that I'm not certain of, like, you know, I can't, I can't tell you why. And I haven't seen, Oh, I was going to say it's uh it's definitely ingrained into the lore and they haven't oh, revealed it yet. But mm-hmm. it's like 
kind of like a worldwide thing. Like everyone hates the shield hero and they don't say, they haven't said why yet, but it's deeply ingrained. Like there's yeah. definitely a reason why everyone hates yeah. the shield hero. Well, everyone, but Demi humans, Demi humans love her. Right. And Demi humans is a class of, uh, like a race of people, almost like how you would have like a, like an elf or an orc, kinda. So, yeah, but it's, it's, it's a really cool show. I mean, it has like that concept built in where this, this guy is like an underdog from day one is really interesting by itself. Like that would have been interesting by itself, but it's, it, the, the, it, the, I think the more interesting part of it is, I think in most, uh, in most, uh, media, you know, that guy might like be like, oh, well, I guess I just have to kind of work harder, you know, to be, to, to win these people's trust or win, win them over. And, you know, he might have been discouraged, but a lot of the time, that character would, you know, be like a virtuous character that would just be like, well, let me, let me, uh, you know, do everything I can to make sure that these people see that I'm the hero that they need or the hero that, you know, that I know I am. And in this, it's like the, like the main character just honestly gets like really jaded like by the experience and while he still like, you know, does a lot of heroic type stuff. It's like his attitude towards how he's going to like accomplish that is really different just because he's so jaded and so like turned off by this world and the experience that he's having that he's just like, listen, it's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to, do what I'm supposed to do to get home and I'm going to mess around and make sure that I get by. But beyond that, we'll, we'll see if I, you know, if I feel like being better or not. And that's like, that's, I think for me, at least I was like, wow, like I haven't really seen that in a lot of, in a lot of media. And it's what really makes him interesting. And it kind of made like me, that makes me want to follow his journey. And see where he's going. Like it's just kind of like a great attitude. You just don't see that often. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the thing where I think you see it in real life often. You just don't see it in 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 multimedia often. You know, it's like right. people get jaded. People get jaded all the time in real life. But that's just like one. Like, especially when you're talking about a protagonist in a show. It's like, you know, it's almost like if you're supposedly the hero or the good guy or the main character, you're almost not allowed to feel that. You're not allowed to be jaded. And so because this guy is so, so jaded, it's just like, oh, man, like, wow, like we're going to follow, follow this guy and he's going to mess around. And like, you know, some people will get saved. And guess what? Some people may not, <laughs> you know, and that's. It's interesting because you're kind of like, well, gee, like, you know, the, the decisions he chooses to make are far from typical. Just because even though he does, like I said, he does do some like 
he's not a bad person. That's the thing. He's not a bad person, but he's just like, hey, why would I put myself out here like this when these people don't appreciate me? And it's just one of those things where it's, it's, it's refreshing because that's the attitude that you see day to day often. But when you're talking about, like, again, like the, the protagonist or the hero of a story, like they're almost not allowed to be that. And so when you see one that is, you're kind of like, well, geez, let's see how he handles this situation. Let's see how he handles that situation. And he like, is even still when he does a good guy at heart. Right. Like, uh, there's one point where uh, this calamity is coming and all these monsters are like coming down to earth. And his first thing is like he goes and to like protect the town since the main force is like on like away from the town. So he goes directly to the town in order to help out there. But he's still like complaining while he does it. <laughs> right. Right. And then the other part of it that makes it interesting, too, is that each hero is only allowed to use their particular, like, legendary weapon, right? So obviously, when you're talking about fighting monsters, you have, like, a sword hero, a a spear hero, a bow hero, and all of them, of course, can fight monsters with all of those. Then you have the shield hero, and it's kind of like, well, it's not necessarily obvious how you can fight monsters with a shield. And so he needs somebody to kind of, like, fight for him while he plays defense. And it turns out that the legendary heroes can't really, like, they're not supposed to work together in the sense like they're not supposed to go out and adventure like two and two or all four of them together they're technically supposed to go out on their own adventures and then when the calamities come then they can kind of be in the same area but technically they're like they're not fighting necessarily side by side as much as they're all fighting the same thing which i know that like that's a fine distinction but that's basically what it is and so, you know, for him, you know, he it was it was really like tough for him to try to figure out, like, how how is it do I or how is it that I can go out and actually like fight monsters with just a shield? And and, you know, it like it's crazy. Like it is it is definitely, like I said, very RPG tropish in how that particular world works in the sense that like in the very beginning, he goes out and he's like fighting like slimes first, you know, they're not called slimes, but you well, know, they're not slime. They're balloons. Oh, but it's slimes, Joe. They're not. <laughs> slimes and balloons they, are they, different. No, they're, they're slimes. Well, like you guys the are... only thing it's like they weren't rats. I'll give you that. They weren't rats. <laughs> but you know, it's JRB. It's like it's they're balloons, but they're they're slimes. That's all. It's like little round things to begin your quest to fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, little round it's, things that aren't that dangerous. <laughs> it sounds like it's a show about what would happen if you drop Mo into Skyrim. 
<laughs> it it kind of is. Yeah, uh, and well, it, I really felt except that, that way. I think Mo would be regarded in Skyrim. Mo, I think Mo Mo has the right attitude to work in Skyrim, and you know this this guy did not have the right attitude. <laughs> attitude is everything. Right. Um, I Burr in chat is all over this. Like he's happy. He put a. He started off by saying, "Yes, Shield Hero is the bomb." Reftalia Heart, and then he put a gift <laughs> in, and then he's actually chiming in along with you guys. So all you people listening at home, uh, you figure where these comments fit in. He says, uh, "The whole world ostracizes him." It's kind of cool that there's an isekai where the protagonist isn't immediately the most loved person in the world. Yeah, uh, exactly. And then he goes on to say, yeah, the way they handle it is so good. I don't know what that. <laughs> uh, it says they don't get XP, basically, if they are together. And he goes on to say they are balloons. They float. Slimes don't. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're slimes. I mean, they're placeholder for slimes, but they're not slimes in the context. I actually, um, I didn't watch this, but I watched something, uh, while the way you guys dissected this and and presented it to me, uh, makes me, you know, not think with my left nut anymore. Cause what I ended up watching was something called, uh, is it wrong to pick up a girl? To pick up girls in the dungeon. And it's set up the same way like a JRPG with the characters and everything. But it's really a group of girls and guys like bathing in a hot tub for 25 minutes. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. There is, there is a, a hot spring eventually, but not, not quite. 25 minutes of the first episode. But it's the, it's still the kind of like the class system. Dealing with this situation for those 25 minutes, but from what I've heard so far, I should have watched this shield hero, so-called shield hero. Let me ask you, Lawrence, did you watch the the first four episodes? I I watched beyond that. Like, I'm probably like two episodes from the end of the season. It's, It's really compelling. I was like, oh, man, I liked it a lot. Okay, because Burr is, uh, he brings up, uh, Burr in chat says so the way they handle him being jaded, I mean, I want to explain, but might be spoiler. There's just that yeah. one scene where he's really low and thinks even Raftalia is tricking him, and it's so yeah. well done. And yeah. yeah, like, that is yeah. probably one of my favorite scenes where he yeah. just, the total breakdown, like, he thinks he's been betrayed for the second time. Like, by yeah. someone he was full trust in, and he basically just starts crying. Yeah. And it's such a cool moment. And it, the best thing about that moment is that it feels real. Like, he's not really overreacting. Like, the world really is beating him yeah. this badly. Right. And that it's just, like, a really great moment. It is. It is. No, it's it's really good, man. I mean, you know, and it wasn't like, I mean, honestly, it's one of these things where, I mean, 
we all know anime is a place where ideas get pushed to the limit a lot, you know, where people try to do, but, but at the same time, it's like many of us have been watching anime for so long that even these like out there ideas kind of seem, uh, I mean, derivative is the wrong word, but at least you can feel like you, you can be say, I see the influence, you know, like I understand where the influence of this, um, of this like particular anime comes from, like, you know, when you watch something in general. And obviously mm-hmm. I will say, I was, I will still say that, that shield, uh, I mean, rise of the shield hero obviously has its influences as well, because Lord knows, like, I know when I started watching it, I was like, Oh, is this going to be, you know, like sword art online or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it, while it borrows a little bit from the concept, how it executes is completely different. And it's just it's one of those things how... where, oh, where you just like, I would just, I would just say it's funny. It's one of those things where it's just like, man, like it's amazing how somebody can mess around and take a nugget of an idea and just be like, I want to take it in a completely different direction than everything that's come before it. Right. Go ahead, Jason. It, yeah. It's kind of interesting how this, became a genre like this right. goes way back to like that hack where that yeah, was kind exactly. of first. yeah and then uh and then yeah what you said i can't sort out online and law horizon right, right. and now right. they're like a ton right. of anime with right. just this is the concept and they do it differently in right. fact right now there's a seki quartet which is a crossover between four different uh, anime kind of like that, with that premise. Shut up. Are you serious? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. And But that's, that just goes to show where it's like, you're right. Like, that, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Dot Hack was who set it off. Right. But the fact that you, that you can get to a spot where you have enough of these anime that you can have a crossover between like four of them like that's crazy that's crazy but i will say that i i do feel that um you know i'm not trying to take anything away from any of the other ones because lord knows like i don't i've never seen them all i've seen i've seen dot hack and i've seen sword art and i know that there are others but you know I, I don't know anybody, like, no one said to me, like, hey, check this out or check that out. But I did. I said check out Lock Horizon. Okay, I'm sorry. Joe said it to me, but I didn't listen to Joe. Just like I told you <laughs> not to continue the call from last week. Look, like Moses said, don't do it, and I did it anyway. because Not, not because I hate Mo, but because I didn't remember. You know what? That's what angers me the most, because at least when people tell me not to do things, I do it anyway, because like, yeah, maybe I won't get caught, you know? But that's just... (laughs) I I agree with Heck. Give mere facts, immediately discredited. You're right. You know what, Heck? I'm going to just be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) But the fact is, is, is that I do feel that they, like, I, I feel like this, this particular show definitely takes the genre like it it took the concept but made it its own in a way that a lot of the others haven't yeah 
that I can agree with, even though, yeah, like I myself haven't seen every anime like this. Like, honestly, I haven't even really touched uh, Sword Art Online. Uh, Sword but, Art, it's, it's good. It's real good. I mean, Sword Art Online has gotten to the point where it, I think it has like at least, well, I don't know how many different iterations it has, but they've gotten to a place where they're not even in Sword and Sorcery anymore. They're like in like combat MMOs. Yeah, Gun Gale Online. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. I've got enough right now. <laughs> What are you going to say about Burr? Oh, oh, Burr and Chow says the Seki Quartet is the, just a comedy show, though, and it's half-length episodes, but yeah, pretty crazy. Which, mm. I haven't seen it yet. I wanted to watch all the four shows before I watched it because I coincidentally happened to have watched, like, two of them gotcha. beforehand. So, I will say that. Like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you know, you go ahead, please. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I've, I watched two of them already, coincidentally, and like one of the other two was already on my radar. So it just kind of makes sense to me to just watch those first, right, and then get into it. I will say the idea of. It being like a comedy show makes it less interesting to me. But I would still, well, I would still probably at least check it out. Honestly, one of the anime is a comedy. One of the anime that uh, is part of the crossover oh. is a comedy anime. Got it. Um, which it's, yeah, it, it's not bad. Or the one, the original, like, I don't know about the crossover, but, yeah, it's, like, more comedic than adventure, which is kind of weird, because the, the two I watched, Real Life, is, like, Real Life and Kanasuba. Real Life is, like, a super serious, like, super serious, bloody type of anime with, like, hard choices and over drama, and then Kona Suba is like a lighthearted comedy, and then you like, so you're putting them together, it's like, it sounds odd, but yeah, I happened to watch them one after the other, and it was like such a tonal shift that I almost <laughs> stopped watching Kona Suba. <laughs> you're like, but, no, uh, thank you. <laughs> right. But, you know, it was okay enough for me to finish it. We should jump into news though. How many uh I don't even know. How many shields out of five you guys give this shit? I would give it four. Like four there's one Yeah, four out of five. Because there's like one scene like there's a part in the beginning where we we see the other heroes fighting and it looks like all their skills, like their specials, have different elements. But then later, there's a part where they're fighting someone, and they're all using, like, lightning attacks. And the person is resistant to lightning. 
So it's like, well, well seeing you have other non-lightning attacks, so why would you keep using that? And I don't know if it's something the author lost track of, but it kind of, it's it's a small issue. That sounds like me fighting in Elder Scrolls Blades. <laughs> it's like they tell you that, you know, the goblins are resistant to poison and all this, but poison still hurts them. Like, it doesn't mean shit. <laughs> right. Lawrence, what would you give it? Uh, I think I'd give it, like, four and a half. It's really good. I enjoy it a lot. I think the characters are compelling. I think the world is interesting, and I think they do a good job of, like, building it episode to episode. So, yeah, four, four and a half. It's like, it's not, it's not perfect, but, you know, it's, it's good stuff. Nice. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into some news. Yeah. Tire Claw, man, hit that, uh, Moses Magnum heavy metal minute real quick and then we'll jump into news. Corey Taylor proposed to his longtime girlfriend, Alicia Dove. She said he was romantic about it, and they both cried in the kitchen floor together. According to her, it was fucking perfect. They were in the sweats. She closed the refrigerator, and there he was on one knee. This will be Corey Taylor's third marriage. Ronnie James Dio is going on tour across the U.S. The first round of the Hologram Tour kicks off May 31st in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So yeah, it's not really Ronnie James Dio, rest in peace. It's his hologram. From what I hear, they worked out the kinks pretty well, and, and it actually does a really good performance. They had it at the Grammy Museum a couple years back, and now they really worked out the kinks. Uh, David Hasselhoff has stated that his new album will have some heavy metal songs on it. His reasoning is that that's the music I like to hear, according to him. He has played festivals alongside Iron Maiden and Metallica in Europe in the past, and has even had Al Jurgensen remakes his cover of Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. And lastly, Ned Flanders-themed band Oakley Dokley made an appearance on last week's Simpsons episode. They performed their hot white wine sprinter. That's their hot hit off of their, uh, their latest album. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been a Heavy Metal Minute. Good job, Mo. That Heavy Metal Minute is powerful, man. Powerful stuff there. Yeah, Oz might get a promotion out of it. Oh, no. yeah? Well, I already got the promotion. That was like celebrating that. So it was my thank you to, to one of my bosses. Why don't you relay that story? Go ahead and relay that story real quick while I pour myself another glass of wine. Oh, it's just <laughs> we were all celebrating a successful refuel at the plant and I didn't really want to be there, but I kind of have to for camaraderie. So I was like just sitting in the corner playing Pokemon Go and this chick just started talking to me like, what the fuck are you playing Pokemon Go? You know, when, when all your friends are over there, like having a good time. And I just started like, ah, it's bullshitting because I wasn't really paying attention to her. I mean, I don't care when, when women come up to me. I'm fucking married already. And she, she started just talking about heavy metal, talking about how because she's Scandinavian, so she's really into heavy metal. And I just started, like, regurgitating Moses Magnum's heavy metal minutes at her. And she, like, like yeah, she so she thought I was into heavy metal and was, like, all of a sudden, 
like trying to trying to be like, hey, you know, these guys would have bought me a drink by now. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why you're not talking to these guys. That's why you're talking to me. <laughs> you know, she tried. She tried to like like make like say, oh, well, you probably just listen to Tool, and so I'm like, yeah, Night Crickers is the shit. And got her <laughs> laughing, and uh, I ended up bringing her into into the group because I'm like, well, look, if you want them to buy you a drink. Go talk, go talk to my friends over here, and if they accept you in the group, I'm buying the next round. And that got her into the group, and she ended up going home with, with one of my supervisors, who I kept calling Captain America because he's a vet. <laughs> what? There it is. Mo- Moses. Oh, go ahead. If you're into hot, blonde, Scandinavian chicks, listen to the Heavy Metal Minute, and that'll get you where you need to go look this is. is if you're a metalhead this is a time to really start going out and checking out the local band scenes and, and everything i actually just discovered a nice little bar by my house here called 1720 it's over on alameda in washington and it, th- there is no better like when i wasn't going out and going to metal shows it was a fucking sausage fest no women to be found especially with the bands i like you know you got your you know, your fucking Carpathian Forest, your black metal band. Now, man, you go to a, a fuck, a Cradle of Filth show, man. There's so many women. It's like, it's almost, basically there's, I want to say probably 65% dudes, 35% women. That's amazing. And, That's a good ratio. For, for metal, it's a really good ratio, especially when, you know, 50% of those 65% dudes, and I'm being generous, don't even care about the women that are there. You know, they're there for the show. You know what I mean? So it's, right, it's going to be a right. good place to meet girls that, that like your, uh, your, that have a similar taste, you know? Right, um, share, share your interests. Yeah. And especially in metal, it's metal, you know, you start talking to somebody about metal that's not into metal, they get zoned the fuck out. I, I remember when I was going out and, and I was a swinging bachelor. I actually, I didn't give up metal, but I gave up expressing my interest in it, you know, for like a good five years. And it, because it's like, honestly, being passionate about something that nobody gives a shit about is just not yeah. sexy. That's just, it's not. Yeah. And then like when you compare it, <laughs> when you compare it to the shit that they like, and it's a bunch of fucking slop, you know, um, it, it really turns them off. You know, back then it was your, you know, your flow riders, you know, like you oh, start telling them how flow rider is lame as fuck. And, and it is, you know, you turn the bitch right off. I mean, the lady right off uh, real quick. And in, in chat, Hex says, Mo is ignoring me. Um, I'm not. I actually I reacted to he's telling me he's going to send out my my Swamp Thing comic tomorrow. Uh, and, and with that, Tiger Claw. Um, sure, sure you are, Hex. Look, uh, Tiger Claw, hit that news music so I can jump into that Swamp Thing news that I've been teasing since the first hour of the show. Ooh, comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like current. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. So, the Swamp Thing, it was the next series uh, out 
just after my birthday, right when I'm sobering up and get clearing my eyes from the hangover of my birthday, I was going to have a new series to watch on the fantastic app DC Universe. And uh, what there's no was was what happened. They they can't they stop production at episode ten. Um, why? I, they're they're rewriting the ending is what I what I read there. Yeah. They, they, but they're rewriting the ending to not finish it, basically. Um, what is that? But, oh, oh, so that so that's not just one season. Yeah, they're just gonna end it, and uh, it, it signifies the the future of the DC Universe app. I, I guess the app isn't doing what they thought it would do. Um, I don't think I don't even think it's not doing what they thought it would do. This is all speculative. This is not part of the article over here. It was the news was broken on Star News Online. I know everybody's quoting comic book movie and CBR, but Star News Online is the local, uh, I believe, North Carolina uh, news uh, source. And uh-huh. basically, what they picked up was Virginia Madsen. She's a star on the show. One of my favorite actresses fine sexy older lady she was in sideways one of my favorite movies of all time which i wish would have a crossover with swamp thing you know the whole thing with the cultivating of the crops and everything um but uh she posted that she's like i'm i have to see what's the quote on let me find it here in this article she said uh says she was caught off guard Uh, oh here we go she goes, uh, it, it was on her Instagram. She confirmed the shutdown in an Instagram post that read, I am beyond sad. What a terrible decision. We have been cut to the core by those who have never set foot in the swamp. And then she said, without permission, I'm using the hashtag swamp thing. Uh, uh, a few minutes later, the post was deleted. Um, basically, this news came today, but everybody got their termination notice yesterday night what yeah so it, it, wow. they, i think the dc universe has got shaky because we just had the announcement of disney plus you know and uh i'm a guy like it, well disney plus is like 6.99 and then they're gonna bundle it up with hulu and i think fx plus i don't remember what the third one was uh so I think for like I think ten bucks you can get Hulu, FX Plus, and Disney Plus. And which that points, you know, again, the Prophet Moses had spoken not too long ago. Like they're gonna find a place for these more mature Marvel properties. FX Plus is the way to go. FX Plus does a really good they do really good mature content. I, a lot of the shows I keep watching is uh oh here. Target law says Disney Plus is six ninety nine a month or sixty nine ninety nine a year. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, FX Plus does stuff like the Louis C.K. show. They they have a really good show that's super high quality based on a movie uh, called What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, the original oh, yeah. movie was was directed by Taika Waititi from Thor Ragnarok fame. For me, he's mm-hmm. like. A Flight of the Conqueror, that movie Eagle vs. Shark. Uh, mm-hmm. He's one of those guys. So, like, I've been a fan of him for years, but for all you plebes, you know him from Thor Ragnarok. And uh, he's supposed to be doing the, the Kira movie over, I guess, at Warner Brothers, too. 
But that show we do in the, what we do in the shadows is amazing. If you like the movie, I was, I was a little bit trepidatious. I don't know what trepidatious means, but I feel like I could use it here. <laughs> um, to watch the TV adaptation of it, it's not, it's, it's a shared universe. And to me, like once you acknowledge a shared universe, I'm down. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want because ultimately, it still connects to the shit I love and, and discovered by myself originally, and I kept rubbing in people's faces, and nobody gave a shit about it till it was a TV show. So, uh, heck, asked Louis C.K. still has shows. Uh, as far as I know, he hasn't been kicked off the network. Um, he has a show called Better Things that is Pamela Adlon's show. His uh, co-star in um, the Louis C.K. show. She has her own show that's amazing, Better Things, and it's written by Louis C.K., and it's airing right now. Like, I think the season finale is next week. So, yeah, Louis C.K. still has shows on FX. And, you know, of course, they do all the, you know, they had The League, which is good, and they had a bunch of other. There's one called right now called uh, Voss Fernan that when I saw the trailer for looked like the most amazing, like, Academy Award-winning movie that I, for the next year, like, I want, this is one I can see right now that I just discovered it. Like, and then I realized this is a show on FX. So if anything, I think the Netflix, um, Marvel shows might get a boost in quality if they go to FX plus. So, uh, yeah, all this to say that this universe app is probably like cowering because they, they you know, it's a market share. They don't have, but, you know, they led with Titans. No, but- and and it didn't prove well. <laughs> now we're all trying to talk about Doom Patrol. I got a dude, uh, this customer of mine. We I had to explain to him what black holes are and and everything because I had to explain to him how you can go. He found Doom Patrol from his bootleg site where he watches TV, and he's like, you know, I, I saw this Doom Patrol. I thought you might like it. You know, I cut his hair. I used to cut it every two weeks, and then, you know, business gets hard for him and whatever, so he took a little longer. In that time, he discovered Doom Patrol, and he only watched it because he thought it would be something I'd like. So he wanted to watch it to talk to me about it. And then he's like, I don't get the whole goat thing and then the whole going into the snow globe thing, like universe. And I'm like, well, it's kind of like a black hole. And then he didn't understand that, so I had to explain that. I had to explain the wormhole, you know? And it's... So uh, I, I did all that, and he's like, you know, I don't fully understand Doom Patrol. It's, like, way above my intellect level, but the shit's amazing. And, uh, you know, he had to find it that way because they didn't promote it like they promoted it Titans. You know what I mean? Right. And it led with right. fucking Titans. So this is them cowering because they shot themselves in the foot, essentially. Yeah. That's unfortunate, though. Like, if it all, like... Are you telling me I paid for 15 months in advance? So it better last at least fifteen months. It 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 will. Because that was starting when? When do we start? That? But no, the the next series up, they they cut off. They cut production That's off. Sh- That's what I'm saying. That's like, true. That's true. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I would have thought, you know, they announced Star Girl or whatever that other series was, and and you know the Constantine one. So we don't know what those are going to be like, you know. Wow. Uh, Assist uh, in chat says, I saw Louis live in Boston like 10 years ago. No regrets. Yeah, I mean, people give Louis a hard time right now because of his uh, Me Too moments. 
his Me Too moments were nothing like Cosby's or anybody else's. I mean, I mean, yeah, no, right? Though, like, I agree with you. Like, it's not like Cosby. Yeah. But still, like, you know, pulling out your penis when no one asked you to, that's not cool. No, but he asked them if he could. No, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. There's a group of, so. there's a group of women. They all say that he did. There's a group of women that said, you know, they're a little uncomfortable and there's a group of women that just laughed at it. Wait, wait. So, so you're saying, no, no, no. Like they're I, not, there's some that didn't, that didn't get asked. They just, it just happened. But I'm saying his MO is that he asked first. There's actually, I think 60% of the women that were in that situation were asked, say they were asked, and the other 40 say they don't. So you don't know if they're lying or not. But again, it's still not, it's not, it's not Harvey Weinstein. You know, I'm not defending what he did. I'm just you giving you the figures. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's like 60 40 is not like a good, a good statistic for pulling out your piece. Hey. If it was a batting average, they would sell their souls to the devil for it. It's like if it listen, I would I would have nothing to say if you were talking about ninety ten. But sixty forty is like half of them he has and half of them maybe he didn't. No, more than half. No, no. Forty percent of them say that he didn't ask. That's just they well, say. But, you don't know if he but, did or didn't. Well, but I, all I'm saying is that puts you in a spot where you're like, well, why should we believe them? Hey. You see why that is a I'm bad I'm not going to have a 45-minute fight with you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to have a fight. I'm just, I'm just trying to it's show the, you again. why you, why, why it's You should look. be okay with him because Disney still employs him. Why would I be okay with him? Because you love Disney. Uh, Leafs in 6 in chat says, The problem is DC did not release a streaming service in other countries, yet Disney has a full international release rollout. That's, a, that's an issue, too. Like, you know... Everything that DC Universe puts out is free everywhere else in the world except here, Disney, or, or included uh, to your to your included to your subscription. DC's problem is they led with a terrible show, and the show yeah. was terrible probably because they rushed it. If they had taken the time to cultivate the good show, like if Titans was even half the quality of Doom Patrol, it's it would even, it would be a hit. It's a quality in terms of story and acting and craft, but in terms of like budget, like Titan's problem is not budget. Look, the thing is, is, is I don't, I don't know. Doom Patrol look like I was looking at it today with a clear mind, sober mind, and it's like it is. It, they reused the set from the Matrix, that train set, like the train station. Ooh, set. Doom Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> They reused I mean, that. I guess. Yeah, they did. And, um, and it's like, okay, so that's a budget thing. They already had it made and they probably create, you know, I don't remember, you know, again, I, I li read limited Doom Patrol issues, but I don't remember that driver character. But if they could reuse that set and that driver character, like that's a budget thing too, but it worked. You know what I mean? It did. And, uh, the thing is, the Doom Patrol, they, they did it in a way where the low budget helps its surreality. It's, it's yeah. feel, you know? Like, it I feels think, like it's not connected to anything else, 
but if it's connected, it'll work too. You know? Uh, it says, uh, Bileto says, plus their characters aren't losers except for, I guess, the Hulk. I guess. Yeah. He's talking about. Yeah. Uh, Hex says Disney has a lot more money than DCU. I mean, that's true. They could have, all the money in the world, if they would have led with a better show, a drawing point. Like, how many months did we spend trashing it? You know what I mean? Right. And honestly, it's like, Disney's money only comes in. I mean, I, I mean, sure, the the quality of the shows that they can promote. I mean, like the the budget they can spend on the shows is definitely higher. But I think the big thing that comes in with Disney's money is that they could give you the streaming service at a loss. Like Lord knows, at seven bucks a month, they're not like gonna make a profit on that streaming service. But over time with all the early adopters giving them that money and then them eventually coming out with this content that people are going to be like, Oh, you have to be watching, you know, whether it be Falcon and winter soldier or Knights of the old Republic, or shoot, I'm hoping they'll release the gargoyles friggin' catalog. Like they, if, if they release gargoyles, six ninety nine a month is a small price to pay as far as I'm concerned. And I'm just saying with that kind of stuff, it's like eventually a year and a half later, they'll do a price hike and it'll go from seven bucks a month to 10 bucks a month. And everybody's going to be like, that's fine. <laughs> they'll be like, that's okay. And then they'll just keep doing that every year and a half. And eventually they're like, you know, profit. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Hex says, oh yeah, Titans shouldn't have been the first show. They should have led with Young Justice, which they tried, but it yeah. wasn't done in time. That's exa- That was the mistake. They should have held yeah. it off. If they led with Young Justice, it would be a whole different conversation we're having. Yeah. Um, so yeah. On to other news. Hold on. i got to kiss my wife. She just got home. Okay. Hello, Emily. She can't hear you. She doesn't have headphones. Hello. Hello. Okay. See, she heard me. <laughs> I have my headphones are too high. Um, Got it. Mike Allred uh, announced on Instagram. He po- posted a picture of one of his ecstatics artwork that hasn't been seen before. And uh, yeah, he announced basically. He says, uh, "For me, giant size ecstatics has had the longest gestation and longest held secret of any comics project." He elaborated another post. Peter Milligan and I have been talking, planning this for years, and now here it comes. So ecstatics has come. Bileto, I promised you dupe. You got dupe. It's going to come out. There uh, it is. In an interview with, with uh, Newsarama, already opened up about how excited he was to once again be drawing the team he created with Milligan. He says, it's surreal, an incredibly exhilarating. Uh, that's exhilarating, he said saying more it's something we've talked about, daydreamed about, and tinkered with for a long time. Of course, we've knocked ideas back and forth over the years and even run into each other in, uh, in odd corners of the world, with Spain and France being my strongest and most inspiring memories of how we could play with our creations again. He goes, no dust ever settled as these characters have been running through our heads nonstop, despite being hidden away in the public. 
There's not there's a natural progression that makes everything that came before feel like an epic preamble. There are beautiful little seeds that were planted in our original run that are blooming gloriously in a way beyond what I could have hoped. And uh Peter Milligan also unveils all new dupe. <laughs> yeah. There it is. <laughs> uh, there's a variant cover by Aaron Cooter, by the way. Which that's going to be I'm awesome. not going to I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not a big Ecstatics fan. We we know this. I'm a big Ecstatics fan because I'm a big Madman fan and a big Atomics fan. And nobody right. fucking knows Atomics, nobody knows It Girl, and very few people know Madman. So yeah. Ecstatics to me was a bastardization of Atomics. And yeah. uh you know, but I still liked it because of the way it fit into the Marvel thing at the time. Yeah. Now, as far as how it's gone, it's like, you know what? If you're gonna bring this now, I'm gonna hold you accountable. Where the fuck were they during Secret Wars when all universes and shit were dying? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, some of those characters were out and about, but not most of them. Yeah. But, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm, I, it'll be, I'll read it. It'll be interesting to see. No, nah, don't read it. You don't like ecstatics. Like, don't read it. It's not for you. Listen, I read a lot of things that I, no, I, I may not like. Don't. Please don't. And, because... This is one thing that I like. This is one thing I wanted. No, don't, 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 please, don't. Listen, you can't, you can't tell me what I can and can't read when it comes. No, I'm asking you to please don't. I'm not telling you. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna read it. I can beg you all I want. You're gonna, you're gonna forget by by next week. Hilarious. What? Look, I'm counting. You're gonna forget it comes out in June. I won't read. I won't read all new Duke. How about that? <laughs> nobody's gonna, cause you, nobody can. You can, you can, like, you can all new Duke all better new Duke. be in Dupe Speak. Like, I'm sure all of his lines will be in Dupe Speak. No, all new Dupe would be like, I just want a whole monologue of just him in Dupe Speak. No, well, I'll tell you, man. Little, sure some English. Belero in chat says, falls off chair. Dios mio, in exclamations. <laughs> He didn't think we were going to talk about dupe. But, yeah, I had a dupe story. I've been gestating on this. This news story I should have done last week, but we couldn't get to news because uh, Tiger Claw has to work. And now yeah, it's time to work. Tiger Claw, hit yeah. that wrap-up music. We'll do the rest of the news and the final thoughts. There, give us some final thoughts. Um, you know what? I would say check out Avengers No Road Home. It's a really cool book. A sequel to uh, Avengers No Surrender. You should check it out. Yeah. Joe, give us some final thoughts, man. Um... Check out Rising of the Shield Hero. If what we said sounds interesting to you, uh, check it out. You might like this. Uh, Tyreclaw, lower the wrap-up music a little bit. 
Hey, thank you. Oz, give us some final thoughts. I'm going to go check out this band I heard about called Ghost. <laughs> are you really? Or are you just saying that? I'm just saying that for Scandinavian listeners. Yeah, because I don't think they're playing near you. But uh, in chat real quick, Valero says best episode of FF. He gives it a 7.5. That's good since we're graded on a five-point scale. Uh, Heck also says something or other. Where is he? He says, there it is. As good as all in. Uh, and for the rest of us, you know, listen next week. You know, our archives aren't up on allgames.com, so so much for that inner circle shit that people complain about. They haven't been updated since March. I'm okay with it. We've gathered new listeners through Podbean from India, Japan, Sweden, Finland, Denmark, Canada. I'm still trying to get the Latin American countries. So what you do is you go over there, you give us a thumbs up, and basically uh, make our shit more visible on that network, on podbean.com, fantasticforum.podbean.com. And always listen to us live right here on allgames.com. happening tire cause ending the stream uh all right uh there we go all right hey thank you tiger claw appreciate you hey no problem gents good show today we we could all we could all talk uh off off uh off air or whatever off skype Jay, I'll hit you on Skype tomorrow, okay? Oh, you know, All right, cool. Uh, you know what? I forgot to mention. Uh, I should have brought it up, but uh, you seen the uh, teaser trailer for the Rise of Skywalker, the episode nine? Yeah, I, I was I was supposed to talk about that in the final thoughts, but we'll talk about it next week. Uh, uh, yeah. Ultimately, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, because not not only that, they also uh, also about the uh, the Mandalorian, because that looks like it could be a good show. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Mhm. All right. All right, gents. I will catch you all soon. Okay. I'll talk to you all, all later. Right. I'll see you all later. I gotta all save right, this recording. All right. Later. All righty then. Yeah. All right.